Welcome to Leaves That Blew Away the Serials, where we retell stories from the Bible simply and do our best to let the story speak for itself. I'm your host, Todd Allen, author of the book, Leaves That Blew Away. Check out our main podcast for frank and entertaining discussions about culture and current events, and also intimate conversations with other regular people, just like us, who open up and tell us their stories. Today, we're going to jump into Daniel 3, reading from the message. King Nebuchadnezzar built a gold statue, 90 feet high and 9 feet thick. He set it up on the Dura Plain in the province of Babylon. He then ordered all the important leaders in the province, everybody who was anybody, to the dedication ceremony of the statue. A herald then proclaimed in a loud voice, Attention, everyone! When you hear the band strike up, fall to your knees and worship the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Anyone who does not kneel in worship will be thrown immediately into a roaring fire. The band started to play, and everyone fell to their knees and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Just then, some Babylonian fortune tellers stepped up and accused the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, Long live the king! But there are some Jews here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have placed in high positions in the province of Babylon. These men are ignoring you, O king. They don't respect your gods, and they won't worship the gold statue you set up. Furious, King Nebuchadnezzar ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be brought in, and asked, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't respect my gods and refuse to worship the gold statue that I have set up? I'm giving you a second chance, but from now on, when the big band strikes up, you must go to your knees and worship the statue I've made. If you don't worship it, you'll be pitched into a roaring fire, no questions asked. And then who is the God who can rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar, your threats mean nothing to us. If you throw us in the fire... The God we serve can rescue us from your roaring furnace or anything else you might cook up, O king. But even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference. We still wouldn't serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. Nebuchadnezzar's face turned purple with anger. He cut off Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and ordered the furnace fired seven times hotter than usual. He ordered some strong men from the army to tie them up, hands and feet, and throw them into the roaring furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, bound hand and foot, fully dressed from head to toe, were pitched into the roaring fire. Because the king was in such a hurry and the furnace was so hot, flames from the fire killed the men who carried Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to it, while the fire raged around Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Suddenly, King Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in alarm and said, Didn't we throw three men, bound hand and foot, into the fire? That's right, O king, they said. But look, he said, I see four men walking around freely in the fire, completely unharmed. And the fourth man looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar went to the door of the roaring furnace and called in, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the high god, come out here. And Shadrach... Meshach and Abednego walked out of the fire. The day had finally come. Everyone who was anyone in the entire kingdom of Babylon lined the plain as far as the eye could see, 
and towering over all of them, the magnificent statue he had designed and commissioned himself. It was larger than any gold statue in all of human memory. The massive smelting furnaces for the gold, unlike anything ever built. What other king in all the world had the mind to design and then the talent to oversee the construction of such a monument and the wealth to complete such a task? Nebuchadnezzar reigned in the most powerful kingdom in the world as king of kings. The herald made the proclamation. The band began to play and the sea of people all bowed as one to Nebuchadnezzar's amazing godlike image. Except for three Jews. Important Jews at that. Wise and talented Jewish captives Nebuchadnezzar himself had appointed to high positions within the kingdom. And now they stood in front of him, not trembling and afraid, but standing tall and proud, declaring their allegiance to their one and only God. And Nebuchadnezzar, who had been waiting for this day for years, was furious. The Jews were speaking now. Your threats mean nothing to us, O king. If you throw us in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from your roaring furnace, or anything else you come up with. But even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference. We still won't serve your gods and worship the statue you set up. The conversation was suddenly over. Rage overcame Nebuchadnezzar. He ordered the furnace heated as high as it would go, just short of a complete meltdown. And as the fire roared, Nebuchadnezzar roared over top of it. Let your gods save you then. Feed them to the flames. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were their Babylonian names. Given to them when Jerusalem fell and they were captured and relocated to Babylon to serve the king. But their real names... Their Jewish names were Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, and they stood bound together before the largest melting furnace the world had ever imagined. The noise of the roar was deafening, echoing across the people in the plain. They could hardly breathe. The pulsating heat sucked the oxygen from their throats. The hair on their arms and legs was singed and smoking. Suddenly, the guards prodding them to their deaths behind them stumbled and fell and then began to scream as the superheated stone on which they fell seared the flesh from their knees. Michelle reached for Azariah, steadying his burning legs as they marched on into the flames. Their faith had led them here. They would not turn back now. Then, barely audible above the roaring fire, Hananiah's voice rose. Like a whisper against the flames, Hananiah began to sing, one of the worship songs they had learned and sung as children in Jerusalem. A song of the coming Messiah. And at the sound of his parched voice, the heat retreated. Michelle and Azariah smiled at each other in the red-orange glow of the flames all around them. Then they joined in singing with Hananiah. They sang of their Lord, and as they sang, they looked around them. The fire was everywhere. They should have been dead by now, but they were surprised to find the heat was gone. The flames danced all around them. But the air felt as cool as an early spring day. Then they felt a breeze, crisp and cool, brushing against their skin. And even the light was changing. The color drained out of the flames flickering in the air all around them. And the bright white light flooded in. The light swelled until they had to shield their eyes from the brightness. And then it died away, and a man stood before them. He was dressed all in white. A long sword hung at his side. His open hands were pierced, 
and the scars stood out starkly in the firelight. His eyes shone with love and kindness, and when he smiled, they knew him and ran to him and fell into his waiting arms. My Lord, Michelle's eyes were filled with tears. My children, Jesus replied, you've gone through the fire for me. Hananiah looked up at his Messiah. Is this death then, Lord? Jesus laughed, and surrounded by the cool, silent, colorless flames, his laughter sounded more real and alive than any they had ever heard. No, dear Hananiah, I need you here for a while longer. And somewhere, a world away, they became aware of the king's voice calling. But old Nebuchadnezzar's question deserved an answer, don't you think? Who is the God who can rescue you? Then Jesus' eyes sparkled with the light of a thousand galaxies, and he laughed again and winked at his friends. Who indeed? And for just a little while, in the shelter of the now harmless flames, the friends enjoyed their Savior while the fire raged around them. Thanks for joining me today. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Leaves the Blue Away. If you enjoyed this episode of the serial, subscribe and share the story with your family and friends. May the God of all hope bless you and take these seeds that we're scattering and use them for his harvest. See you next time.